the fantasy football show. Do you want the latest info? How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I got no backup. The fantasy football show with Jeff Meller. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's right. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Just when you finally get comfortable, you think you're a seasoned veteran. You figure, oh, I could do this thing in my sleep. The old uh, COVID curveball comes your way, and you have to find out what games are. You have to guess what games are going to be played and whether or not you should start the players from their teams. That is 2020, and we're all just trying to get by. Good morning. I am Jeff Meller. I'm your host on the Fantasy Football Show every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. This is where I give you all the latest information you need to know. It's usually injuries. Uh, These days, it is the COVID postponements and cancellations that lead our show generally. Uh, But if you would like to participate, 312-332-3776. Also live on Twitch. I see you folks out there. Do you see me? If you're watching on Twitch, you do. It's uh, ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch. Check us out there, and you can get at me on Twitter. I am at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. All right, here we go. Underway. Big deal for him. He picks up the first down Does Harris, and he's galloping. Look at Harris go to end the third quarter with the Patriots. Biggest play of the night. All right, Damian Harris looked pretty good with a 41-yard run there at the near the end of the Monday night game, Monday night Monday, whatever, early Monday, early Monday game uh last week uh against the Chiefs. Well, Damian Harris looked pretty solid and the reason I played his highlight was because if you're just waking up or just tuning in and you haven't heard yet, the Patriots had yet another positive test in their uh, amongst their organization, so they have shut down their facility, which calls into question tomorrow's game against the Broncos, which has already been moved from today. So Broncos and Patriots is up in the air right now. Sounds like the league still wants to go forward, but I don't think you can know with any degree of certainty as to whether or not it will happen. And so my advice right now, again, With the caveat, if you weren't listening last week, I think we've all laid out the best plan of action. If you can make it happen, if you've got a commissioner who's willing to do so, and if you play in a in a site on a site that allows your commissioner the ability to switch your lineup after games have been played, if it's possible, if you can agree as a league to do this. Best bet is to say, I want these players in my lineup, but if their game does not happen due to COVID, here is my reserve player who will take their place. You would need to submit this, obviously, before all the noon games kick off. That's the best plan of action. However, if you cannot do that, if you if you do not have a league that has um, agreed to do this, well then, what are you going to do with your Broncos? What are you going to do with your Patriots? Honestly, truth be told, right now with Cam Newton also uncertain as to whether or not he's playing, I don't think there's any reason really to hold out for any Patriots players. Nobody out there is so good that they need to be locked into your lineup. Julian Edelman, for me, in a PPR scoring format is probably the most, 
you know, the one guy who would be a slam dunk, but even he hasn't really had a productive season outside of the one monster game against the Seahawks. Other than that, he's been a, you know, a disappointment. So when you look at the rest of the roster, Damian Harris, Rex Burkhead, I mean, you really getting excited about plugging those guys into your lineup? Probably not. So they're not worth, I think, taking the zero, especially when you consider that Cam Newton's uh, status for this game is also up in the air. And I mean, I, Initially, I didn't even think it was a possibility that he would be starting, you know, with with Belichick non-committal. I suppose it's possible, but, you know, hopefully you've already planned to have another quarterback in your lineup. So nobody on the Patriots worth locking into your lineup. And then we move to the Broncos. You know what? I'll just... I'll just, I won't even play the highlight here, but Noah Fant was the one guy on the roster who seemed like he was a guy who needed to be in your lineup for fantasy purposes. He's got the ankle injury. He's out. Everybody else, I mean, okay, I suppose Melvin Gordon, there's your one player who, if you've been relying on him, he was very good against the Jets. So he's somebody you might want to plug in. But again, I cannot tell you with any degree of certainty whether this game will be played. The plan is right now, they do want to play it, but we don't know. If it's going to actually happen, we probably won't know until tomorrow morning is my best guess once we see, you know, how many more Patriots players actually test positive. So that's that one. I shrug my shoulders and say it's probably not worth it to hold out hope for any of those players. Nobody's so good that they need to be in your lineup. Bigger issue, Buffalo, Tennessee. The Titans have had another positive test this morning. They are awaiting word from the league as to what the next steps are for them. It was a member of the coaching staff. I don't know if that impacts things differently as to how they move forward. If it's the coaching staff, a member of the coaching staff and not actually a player, I'm unsure as to how the league's going to handle this, but we're waiting word. If we do get anything about that before the show wraps up, we'll let you know. But that one puts things much more in flux and it's that one's a bigger deal as well because we're talking about, for fantasy purposes, Superstars. We're talking about Derrick Henry, who I know everybody wants in their lineup because of last week because they missed out on that. Um, we're talking about Josh Allen, who's been a beast in fantasy this year. We're talking about Stefan Diggs, uh, Devin Singletary. You know, those are the big names for the most part. So, again, that one's tough. And if you don't have an option, you need to you need to know what is your risk tolerance. Are you willing to take a zero on any of these players if the game doesn't happen? And I, you have only you can answer that. I can't answer that for you. I cannot predict the future. I know a lot of people think I can when they call in and they ask me questions about their lineup. Unfortunately, I can't. So the best advice I can give you is in most situations, if I have a decent alternative, somebody who's you know a solid player, I'm going with them because I, I know I'm going to get their points. And I probably would have felt differently about Buffalo, Tennessee, had they not had, a, had the Titans not had another positive test this morning. I was feeling a little more optimistic about that game but with the positive test this morning, it puts it back in flux. And I'm a little this concerned. This is breaking news. And man. Sponsored by the Points Bet Sportsbook. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Not going to lie. That scared the hell out of me, Tyler. And it, it's probably. <laughs> That's what it does. It can't That's what it's be, here for. It can't be great news. What it, do we got? It's not great. Uh, so according to Adam Schefter, the Patriots-Broncos game is being moved to next Sunday. So you can All right. pretty much. Axe out your your Patriots and your Broncos this week. All right. There goes the first five minutes of this segment. Awesome. But at least we have some clarity. All right. Let's get after the injuries quickly. First and 15. Chubb. Chubb with running room. Chubb to the 40. On his way to the end zone. 88 yards. 
hurts. All right, we know about the Nick Chubb uh, MCL injury that's going to put him on ice for six weeks minimum in all likelihood. So you lost your Chubb. Grab a Johnson. That's the, that's the uh, motto I've been giving people this week. Dearness Johnson is the because obviously Kareem Hunt is hopefully uh, at, you know he's already on a roster in your league. Otherwise, you're playing with probably third graders because he should be on a roster. But Kareem Hunt's workload obviously is going to see a huge uptick. But I'll say Dearness Johnson, somebody who's going to who had a pretty nice week last week, but I'm not going to get crazy. I'm not getting him in my in my lineup this week because they are playing the Colts, and that's going to be a tough matchup against this defense. So, uh, but that's the uh, the replacement who stands to benefit, who's probably available in some leagues right now. If he wasn't already snatched up when your waivers ran, Andrew shifts to the other side. Ricard, the motion man, fake the handoff. Jackson throws. for the score. All right, so Lamar Jackson had a knee injury that kept him out. They left they let him uh let him take the day on Wednesday. He missed Thursday's practice. Now, this was due to an illness. He was back uh, on Friday at practice. So, that is good news. Uh Mark Andrews has a thigh injury. He's been limited in practice, but he is expected to play today. So, that is good news. Marquise Brown, who was also on the injury report, was a full participant on Friday. So he should be good to go as well. So there are all your pass receiving options for the Ravens. They look good. Lock them in. On first down, here's a pitch to the left. Nixon down to the five. Fighting for the goal line. Touchdown, Bengals. As Mixon takes it the final 11 yards and begins a dance in the back of the end zone. Joe Mixon finally showed up last week. Three touchdowns. And I know they his owners were very happy all of a sudden. And then sure enough, they got the news that he had a shin injury and that he was going to be questionable, but all word looks like he's going to play. So no worries. Put him back in the lineup. It's a little bit, obviously, tougher matchup for him as they do have the Ravens in the, uh, in the, is that, that's a noon game there. So, uh, Bengals, Ravens, those are the key players there. Garoppolo to throw. Mostert with an opening. Mostert's got great speed and nobody in front of him. Raheem Mostert is going to take it to the house, galloping in for a 76-yard touchdown. All right, so uh, Jimmy Garoppolo back. He's expected to be back under center for the Niners this week after that ankle injury. And also the man who was the recipient of that touchdown pass, Raheem Mostert, scoring on that play, is expected to be back as well. And I would say... You know, you know how big of a Kyle Shanahan sycophant I am. I feel like I have to have Mostert in my lineup. I just love all the play designs that Kyle Shanahan comes up with. I feel like you're in a good position if you have Mostert on your roster. I definitely want to start him if at all possible. Let's try uh, Matt, who is in Bloomingdale, who has a Jimmy G question. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's up, uh, Jeff? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm just excited that I got through. I've been listening for a long time. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks, man. Yeah. So I have I have Jimmy G, I have Bridgewater, and I have Drew Brees as a quarterback. And I don't know where to go today. Intriguing. So obviously the matchup would say Teddy Bridgewater is the play. Clearly the Falcons have been decimated. I would also I would definitely wait on Jimmy G because Kyle Shanahan can put you in a position where 
at times, you know, even though they're winning, you know, it may not be a huge fantasy day for Jimmy G because he is such an effective uh, play caller in the run game. So I would put Jimmy G on ice this week, and then it's between Bridgewater and Breeze. And you know what? I'm not the biggest Teddy Bridgewater fan, but I have been impressed with what the Panthers have been doing under first-year head coach Matt Rule. Um, I like, you know, Joe Brady obviously has been uh, a very good play caller for them. So I like what they're doing offensively and against the Falcons secondary that's just awful and ravaged by Injury. I think it's a prime opportunity to go ahead and use Teddy Bridgewater this week, Matt, especially because Drew Brees, you know what? Uh, I haven't played the highlight, but it's a good time to talk, talk about it as well. Michael Thomas, questionable with the ankle injury that he suffered near the end of a week one win over the Bucks. Looks like good news is that Michael Thomas is likely to be back this week, Matt. But I'll say... I kind of want to, if I can, avoid using him. And in turn, because you've, you know, this, this affects Drew Brees. Brees, I, I think it's undeniable. The arm strength is clearly diminished. He's not the guy he once was. He can still be a very productive fantasy quarterback. Sean Payton does a very good job scheming players open. So I think Drew Brees don't, you know, for, for all the people who are, who have been unsure about what they want to do with Drew Brees, Hang tight. They've got a bye week next week. Once Michael Thomas kind of gets back into the lineup and into the mix, they're a difficult matchup for most defenses with the the uh, combination of Thomas and Kamara. So I would, you know, hang tight with Drew Brees. Wait out a couple weeks. See if you can't see what you can do. But Matt, I, I like the uh, matchup for Teddy Bridgewater this week, and I'm going to roll with the uh, hot streak that he's been on. Awesome. Thank you so much. No, nope. I mean, I'm just now hearing about about the Titans. I also have Derrick Henry. I mean, I have him in my lineup. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, so, I mean, the truth is, Matt, uh, and thanks for the call, uh, a lot of people are in that position, and I, I, it's hard to say exactly. I'm going to be monitoring everything I can on Twitter um, from all the NFL bigwigs right now to see what I can figure out here before the show goes off the air. I'm actually uh, on today with uh, Xander as well today from 10 to noon, so obviously we'll be watching it throughout uh, the morning up until the noon games kick off. So we'll try and keep everyone apprised if you want to keep us locked to ESP 1000 all morning. I'll make sure I can give you some final advice on what to do. But the truth is, you know, are you willing to risk the zero? I, I don't have a whole lot of clarity. Again, I think they're motivated to try and get this game in for the Titans. So, and, and listen, it's not like the NFL has been following the science in terms of how you would approach this if i think if safety was paramount let's just put it that way they're forcing their way through playing as many games as possible so you know whether or not we're actually going to have a game on tuesday i don't know yet and i'm gonna like i said gonna try and make an informed decision i think though you have to be prepared if you don't have a decent backup for derrick henry you have to be prepared to take the zero because that is certainly in play if the game gets canceled. We'll take one more quick call here before we uh, break here. Let's try Tony and Shorewood. Hey, Tony, what's going on? Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Good, man. Hey, so I have a, a flex question, half-point PPR. Um, I've got Higgins, Malcolm Brown, Russell Gage, mm-hmm. Greg Olson. 
And you need. And I can toss. I can toss in Chase Edmonds as well. I just need one. Sure. Okay. Uh, I ooh, I like the I like actually Chase Edmonds is probably the second choice yeah. for me of those guys that you named. But I would I would use T Higgins. Looks like okay. uh, Joe Bur- Burrow's got a pretty nice connection with him. A couple of good weeks in a row, and uh, he's been elevated to starter status. The rest of the guys have questions around him that you gave. Malcolm Brown uh, looks like uh, Cam Akers may be back this week, which puts that entire backfield in flux. You've got you know a rotation now of Henderson. Malcolm Brown and um, Cam Akers potentially, so that's going to kind of be a nightmare, I think, for for anyone who owns one of those Rams running backs. Gage, sure, he's 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 without. If Julio does not play, and he's a game time decision, um, if Julio does not play, obviously Gage sees an uptick, but I I don't trust him yet. Um, and then Greg Olson, I mean, he's he's kind of limited in terms of upside. So of all those guys you mentioned, Tony, I really like T. Higgins. I think the potential for him, he's got a chance to be a home run hitter for you and have a big day. Big day. The other guys, not so much. So in just the floor and the ceiling, I think T. Higgins is the play. Cool. I need a home run. Thank you. All right. Good luck to Tony and to you. If you want to participate again, 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show, taking all of your calls up till 9 o'clock, setting your fantasy football lineup. The Fantasy Football Show is back with the guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. If I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. i got no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. <laughs> Austin Eckler moved to injured reserve after a injured hamstring last week. That's no good, obviously. Who stands to step in and see the biggest increase in production? Well, the biggest increase is probably going to go to Justin Jackson because Joshua Kelly was already seeing some touches in a rotation with Eckler. He was kind of the next man up after Eckler. But I will say... I wouldn't be shocked if Justin Jackson actually becomes more productive over the next few weeks. Joshua Kelly, the UCLA product, has had a fumble in consecutive weeks now, and that is never a good thing for a rookie running back. So I'd be a little bit concerned about just plugging Joshua Kelly into your lineup if you're an Eckler owner. Um, just be aware that Justin Jackson is somebody who could be um, the biggest beneficiary right now. Um, and it does look better for them with uh, Justin Herbert under center. He's been pretty solid, uh, throwing a very nice deep ball, giving the offense a little bit of life after the Tyrod Taylor fiasco. So um, I just uh, wanted to mention Justin Jackson. If he's available in your league, he is worth a snag just to see how this situation plays out. All right, uh, if you want to get in, we've got a couple lines open, so do so now because they get jammed before the end of the show. I know people like to call in at 845, and then I have no time left to get to you. So 312-332-332. 3776 and also on Twitch. We're going to go through some of those as well. Tyler will be manning the chat room there. Let's try TJ in Morris. TJ, what's going on? Morning, guys. Morning. Okay, um, pretty much same question. 
Darius Slayton or AJ Green. I got a pretty good solid lineup. Yeah, you know what? I think this one now we're at this point where in week five it's a pretty easy decision. I'm going Darius Slayton all the way. AJ Green. Yes. It's it's concerning right now that um, he has been less than productive. He's he's you know the targets he's seeing. He's yeah. he, he doesn't seem like the same player that he was now. He's missed almost two full years of in, you know with injury, so that could be yeah. there could be a revival if we get you know if we have a chance to see Green kind of work his way back. But I'm not counting counting on it right now at this age. You know, I believe he's 32, 33 maybe. So yeah. at this point, you know, we may be seeing the uh, the you know the sunset uh, of AJ Green's prolific fantasy oh, no. numbers. I mean, he, he look he he still Should may I be keep him on my roster. You listen. At this point, at this point, if you need, it, it's really a case by case situation, TJ. But if you need mm-hmm. the roster spot, I, I, I can certainly say moving on from AJ Green at this point, I, I'm not, I'm not going to blame you. I don't, I don't think you'll. I, I can't envision you'll regret. I have it. a bad feeling he's going to do good once I let him go. Sure, I, and <laughs> listen, TJ. Every, and thanks for the call, TJ. Appreciate it as always, but. Everybody feels that way. You can always talk yourself into, and this is where that's a situation though where you you find yourself okay. Um, how long do I, I hang with AJ Green? And at this point, when I'm you know suggesting, go ahead and start Darius Slayton over him. How many weeks until you're going to feel confidence in starting AJ Green? You know, you can if he has a big week, sure you might plug him in the next week, but I, I don't think you're going to be burned by releasing AJ Green this year. He might he might have a little more production going forward, but the reality is I don't think he's a superstar fantasy player anymore, and um, it's certainly easy enough for me to say go ahead and cut bait if you if you need the roster spot. Let's try Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. What's up, Dave? Good morning, Jeff. I got a wide receiver question here. Need to start one PPR. Would you go with Will Fuller or DJ Moore? Both of them got pretty good uh, matchups this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it- I got... One other quick thing here. I need to stream a defense next week. Who do you like, Houston or Dallas? Next week, Dave? This week. Oh, this, this week, week. This week. This week. Dallas. Okay. So um, first out, let me t- tackle the wide receiver question. I actually think I personally would use Will Fuller here um, for the you know, the home run potential, the big play. You know he's always got that in his arsenal. DJ Moore, unfortunately, for anybody who drafted him, they're they're well aware that Robbie Anderson has really – become, you know, if you want to pick a focal point in the passing game, Robbie Anderson has really stepped up and he leads the team in not just receptions, but targets as well. And that has really hindered DJ Moore's production. It's a great matchup today, though. You're right. They have the Falcons. So that does look very enticing. I personally, though, I'm going to use Will Fuller. I just like, you know, I think he's the number one option for Deshaun Watson. And with the big plays um, that he has as a possibility for him, I want to use him. And then you said you can use either Dallas or who? Or Houston, I'd pick up. I was going to thinking about uh, picking up Denver because I don't know if Buffalo's going to play or not, and that's my defense right now. Yeah, so that one, you know, I know they've been they've been bad this year, but when when somebody gives me an option like that, um, for me, it, it it almost always comes down to the quarterbacks and who's more turnover who's more turnover prone. And in this case, you've got Gardner Minshew and Jacksonville taking on the Texans, and you've got Daniel Jones heading to Dallas. And I, I would use Dallas, believe it or not, because I think Daniel Jones is more likely to make multiple mistakes and put the Dallas D in position to uh, you know score a potential touchdown for you. And in fantasy football, really, that's the biggest thing. It's, it's generally not about which defenses are good. It's which ones are fortunate enough that can turn a turnover into a touchdown that really can make your week. So... 
again, that's kind of my always been my philosophy, and it generally works out okay, is pick on whatever bad quarterbacks are out there. And I certainly believe right now Daniel Jones is a bad quarterback. Let's try Will, who's in Wilmette. Will, good morning. You're on the Fantasy Football Show. What's up? Hey, good morning, Jeff. Um, so my initial question involved Johnny Smith, but seems like they will not play that since they have another positive test. So um, I will go with my other question. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, two wide receiver spots, half PPR, um, Odell, DJ Chark, Tyler Boyd, or um, uh, Robert Woods. And you need two of those? Yep, half All PPR. Right. So uh, I'm taking Boyd out of the mix just based on talent and upside alone. So uh, you said Beckham, Woods, and Chark, right? Yeah, DJ Chark. <sighs> yeah, that's a tough one. You really, it feels like you can't go wrong here. I personally have Beckham on quite a few teams. I, you know, and obviously last week he he was uh, he rewarded anyone who started him. I can't get away from Odell Beckham's talent. I know Cleveland's offense isn't really. Um, you know, they're not focused necessarily on, on running up the passing yardage. And it is a tough matchup against the Colts. But for me, Beckham is the guy who I feel is most likely to score there. And then I think I'm going to use Woods over Chark, although I like Chark a lot. I, you know, Robert Woods and, and what Sean McVay does is, uh, is too appealing for me. So I would go Beckham and Woods, Will. Okay. Right on. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. 312-332-3776. Again, the Fantasy Football Show. If you've got any questions that you would like me to answer, I'm here for you up until 9 a.m. today. Get in early, though. Let's try Dave, who's in Naperville. Dave, good morning. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, So I got a full point PPR, and I need to choose one. And my choices are Kelly. Uh, A.J. Green, which I know I don't like him either. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Hayden Hurst, Marquise Brown, or uh, Freeman or Higgins. And you need one of these? I need one, yes. All right. So in that case, I'm going to say I would use Marquise Hollywood Brown. Um, I know he's been a little bit disappointing this year, but if you saw the highlights last week, should have had a touchdown. He he was kind of robbed. Uh, they did not review it, though because they were at the the foot line and they chose to go ahead and power that uh, touchdown in. So I think Marquise Brown is in store for a a big week very soon here. Um, Obviously, Lamar Jackson's health was a little bit of concern earlier this week. But you also have to wonder, too, if Lamar Jackson's knee is bothering him just a little bit, will they actually be less likely to run the ball with him? And maybe that by... Because of that, uh, the direct beneficiary will be pass catchers in the Ravens' offense. I like Marquise Brown. He's got that big play potential, and I, he's he's somebody who um, is one of those guys who maybe is a little bit underrated right now in fantasy football. I think if you can go out and make a trade for Marquise Brown today because he hasn't scored a touchdown yet this year, it's not a bad it's not a bad uh, move at all for the future here. And I understand Sunday mornings sometimes a little bit difficult to make a trade, but I would certainly consider you know just floating out a an offer for the Marquise Brown owner out there and see if they're willing to cut bait at this point. Maybe you get lucky because uh, I really like uh, I like what he's done um, not just in his career but this this year. I think. The, the Monday night game, honestly, the bad Monday night game against the Chiefs was more a product of Lamar than it was Marquise Brown. And I think uh, uh, better things are ahead 
for Marquise Brown. All right, 312-332-3776. That's how you get in and ask your fantasy football question. I'm Jeff Meller with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m., 8 to 9. We're here taking your fantasy football questions. Also on Twitch, ESPN 1000 Chicago. We'll go inside the Twitch chat room next. Is your tight end in or out? Don't answer that. Is your backfield in good shape? Uh, Never mind. Welcome back to ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Garnett takes the shotgun, snap drops back, looks left, slings one left, caught right at the goal line. Hmm, I wonder if that was uh, the only touchdown for Le'Veon Bell in his Jets career. No, I think he probably had three or four last year. Yeah, that me- one took some digging. If, if memory serves, as Tyler prepares all the highlights uh, every Sunday morning, Tyler Aki on the board here on the Fantasy Football Show. Uh, yeah, I think he, as I pull up his numbers here quickly, I know nobody cares, what, but uh, now just for my own. Yeah, he had three rushing touchdowns last year and one receiving. I think I said three or four. How about that? Um, so he's back, and at this point, if you have Le'Veon Bell on your roster, you may want to use him because you may also have someone like Derrick Henry or maybe you're counting on Melvin Gordon and Damian Harris. And if you're just joining us, the Patriots-Broncos game is off. Um, it is going to happen next week. We broke in with that news about 8.06, 8.07. And uh, so if you were planning on making some afternoon football watching on activity, the Broncos and Patriots is not going to happen like they had intended. So that game is off. Get all your Broncos and Patriots out of your lineup. And the Buffalo-Tennessee game, we are still awaiting word, but the Titans had another positive test this morning on their coaching staff. Their facility is going to be closed, and you have to believe that puts the Tuesday game that is being planned right now, Bills-Titans, in flux. And we're monitoring that, and we will do so uh, all morning here on ESPN 1000. All right, Tyler, what do we got inside Twitch? If you want to get at us on Twitch, again, remember, it's ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch. That's where you can watch me do the show. You can watch all our fine shows here locally on ESPN 1000, and you can chat with us inside the chat room as well. All right, let's start with the running back question, Jeff. Are we going with James Robinson, Melvin Gordon, or Jarek McKinnon? Pick two of those three. Ooh, boy. Robinson's the easy one, no-brainer. And then as I just laid out, uh, did he say Gordon? I guess Yep. yep. So, All right. Your so decision's you made. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like those Sorry, ones. They're that easy. was one of the top ones. So uh, no, no that worries. was before the news came out. All right. No, real quick, Tyler, I will mention um, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, it's obviously going to see his production limited because of the return, return of Raheem Mostert. Uh, but I think McKinnon is somebody who you can get away with using because he does catch passes out of the backfield. And um, I think he's still going to be involved a little bit. All right, next up, a receiver question. Hollywood Brown or Robbie Anderson in a full-point PPR? Boy, that one's tough. And I I just raved about Hollywood Brown last segment to end it there. But I'm going to use Robbie Anderson against the Falcons this week. I mean, he's clearly been their number one receiver in Carolina right now. And um, I think you have to use him right now if you can against the Falcons today. I want Robbie Anderson in my lineup. All right. JJ2 Griff wants to know Latavius Murray, Joshua Kelly, or Robbie Anderson for a flex spot, or is Michael Thomas worth the risk? 
Yeah. Uh, did he say PPR or not? It did not specify. See, that. all right. So, and I'll give you two here. I would use Robbie Anderson unless it is a PPR format. If it's if you get a full point for a PPR and Michael Thomas is playing, even if he he's only going to give you seventy five or eighty percent. I mean, the man caught 149 balls last year. Um, I think in a PPR scoring format, I need to use Michael Thomas. If he's playing, I'm using him. And the good news is he has Latavius Murray to fall back on. If we find out, you know, late later t- tomorrow that Thomas is not going to be available, you have a backup option. So I would go ahead and in, in PPR, in full point PPR, I would use Michael Thomas um, and then use Murray if he if he's out for some reason. But again, uh, all news is right now pointing in a good direction for Michael Thomas. He is ex- he's he's been uh, increasing his activity in practice, and he's he's questionable. But uh, all signs are good right now. It looks like Michael Thomas may be available for the Saints tomorrow. All right, Jarek McKinnon or Miles Gaskin? That's coming from Sheehy two three three. Yeah, in that situation, uh, we just talked about McKinnon, but I would use Miles Gaskin here because you know that the volume it's it's a tough matchup, obviously with the 49ers defense. Uh, they're in the same game there, but I would use Miles Gaskin because you've seen he's getting you know fifteen to twenty touches for sure, and with the return of Mostert, I don't think McKinnon's going to see. He's probably more like you're looking at. Mm, I don't know, six to nine touches. So just on volume alone, I have to use Gaskin. I do understand that McKinnon probably has a higher likelihood of scoring a touchdown. But, you know, if you're only going to see, you know, six to nine touches, it's hard to count on that. So I think you're a little safer with Gaskin. All right. Another Gaskin question here. Miles Gaskin, Todd Gurley, or J.K. Dobbins need two of the three? Yeah, I'm going to use Gaskin and Gurley. Gurley would be my first choice there. The uh, Falcons, and you know, in that Falcons-Panthers game, the Panthers defense has been very susceptible to the run. Gurley, you know, he's not the player he was, certainly, but the even when he was uh, the, the, the maybe the talent, the knee was, you know, n- really hindering what he once was last season with the Rams, he still was, you know, the clear-cut goal line back, and he's definitely that right now in Atlanta. I think um, with, that, with the likelihood of, uh, Julio Jones being either completely out or limited. I think Gurley is a, a good bet to see touches near the goal line, maybe even an, a slight increase in touches without Julio. So I would definitely use Gurley and um, and Gaskin in that situation. It's too hard to count on J.K. Dobbins right now. The Baltimore Ravens have uh, a straight rotation. They're using Dobbins um, and not the most. They've got, Mar- actually, believe it or not, I think Gus Edwards, uh, as of last week, was actually leading the team in snaps, believe it or not. Um, it's a straight rotation with Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, and J.K. Dobbins. And, the you know, when I say stay straight rotation, it's when whoever's in the ball game when the Ravens get down near the goal line, that's it. They're getting the carries. Uh, it's not like... Um, it's not like Mark Ingram goes in when they're inside the 10. No, they've been using J.K. Dobbins. If he's on there, if it's his drive, they've been using Gus Edwards. So Greg Roman wants his backs to be fresh and he, you know, fantasy football be damned. He's not concerned about it. So, um, you know, that's I, I actually, so just to 
for factual standpoint. They're at uh, snap totals. J.K. Dobbins has 88 snaps. Ingram has 80. Uh, Gus Edwards has 70. So, you know, pretty close to a straight rotation there for the Ravens. It's hard to trust any of them. And again, I, I cannot predict the future, even though I like to pretend like I can. The reality is that, um, you know, unless one of those guys scores a touchdown, it's really hard to count on any of them in your lineup this week. Let's try Mike, who's in Mount Prospect. He's a loyal listener. What's up, Mike? How you doing, bud? Hey, Jeff, you tell me to start mixing. You only gave me 42 points. What the heck's wrong with you? Ah, I wish I could. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think I said 45, Mike, but, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, no, it was great. Uh, I, I got to ask the question I'm asking was Jefferson, uh, Justin Jefferson, uh, full point PPR Gibson, but I also picked up Bridgewater versus Watson. I don't know which one to start there either. <sighs> yeah, and, and this is where sometimes I get into a little bit of trouble trusting superstar players. I think I would use Deshaun Watson still. I feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, you know, and Jacksonville's not by any means, you know, a stiff D. But you're, yeah, like I can understand why you would want to potentially use Teddy Bridgewater. But I personally, I'm not benching Deshaun Watson, especially with, uh, you know, with Bill Bryan now out. I wouldn't be surprised if the they, 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 they. they simplify the offense a little bit more, Mike. Um, and, and but then I don't want to f- neglect your other question. So let me just mention: I would yeah. use Justin Jefferson uh, over Antonio Gibson, but I think you're in great shape to have the option of Jefferson or Antonio Gibson because yeah. I really like Gibson. He has been, you know, he wasn't a running back in college. He's somebody who, once the Washington football team drafted him, they they moved him to running back full time, and he's kind of still well, learning the. He's still he's kind of still learning the position. Yeah, he was more of a receiver in college at Memphis. So I think you're, oh. I think Antonio Gibson, bright future ahead, and I think he's somebody who you you know he might be a lock starter in the second half of the season for most people once he kind of gets his uh, sea legs. Yeah, but, because my number one pick is McCaffrey, and I you know I don't even know when he's coming back. Yeah, well, uh, I, actually, it looks like McCaffrey. We might have some good news on him in like a week or two. So um, yeah. you know, yeah. well, that's that's uh, obviously. Good news for McCaffrey owners. Maybe not so good news for Mike Davis people if you picked him up and you weren't a McCaffrey owner. But uh, Jefferson against the Seahawks today, Mike, that's a – and without Jamal Adams. Like, Kirk Cousins, I mean, the truth is that uh, Kirk Cousins – He hasn't thrown more than – he hasn't thrown more than 30 passes yet this year. But the the guys who he focuses on are Thielen and Jefferson, and that's about it. So I think you can feel pretty safe using Jefferson this week. All right, buddy. Thanks so much, Jim. No problem, Mike. Thanks, as always, for the phone call. Mike drops off. That leaves a line open for you. One more segment of Fantasy Football to go. 312-332-3776. I'm Jeff Meller. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. If you're just waking up or just tuning in and you missed it, the Denver Broncos and New England Patriots game that was slated that had been moved to 4 o'clock on Monday has been 
postponed until next week due to another positive test for the Patriots, another positive COVID test for the Patriots. So the Patriots and Broncos players that you were planning on playing are not going to play this week. So get those players out of your lineup. Also, the Titans coaching staff had a positive test, and that puts the Bills-Titans game in flux. I do not have clarity yet, so if you're using any of your Titans or Bills, just know that uh, getting a zero is on the table right now. All right, let's uh, one more segment to go. Full phone lines. Let's try and get everybody in here. Let's go quickly. Let's try Bill, who is in Aurora, with a tight end question. What's up, Bill? Yes, I got Zach Ertz or uh, Darren Waller. Non-PPR. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, that makes it pretty easy for me then, Bill. I'm going to go ahead and say I, w- eh, I guess they don't even matter because they're both such uh, volume uh, hogs. I would still use, though, Darren Waller right now. The Eagles' you know, offense right now looks a little bit broken. Um, they were slightly better against the Niners last week, but they're having issues, and Zach Ertz is just, unfortunately, if you drafted him highly, um, he's a mess right now, and it's not really any fault of his own. It's more the Eagles' offense, but I can't uh, I can't advise using him when you've got Darren Waller as well. Let's try Tommy in Bridgeport. Hey, Tom, what's up this morning? Hey, Ben, how you doing, Jeff? How are you? I need uh, two of these four, but who's going to play it first? Uh, Carson and Davis and running backs. I already played Robinson Thursday. I got Dillian, so I need two of these four. Or, I'm sorry, two of these three. Uh, Beckham, Crowder, or Johnson for Pittsburgh. Or Mixon. I'm sorry, that was four. Yeah, no problem, Tom. Um, yeah, in that in this situation, uh, I'm going to use Mixon and Odell. The talent level, you know, Jamison Crowder, like, yeah, I mean, look, I, he's that Jets, no, no thank you. And then Deontay Johnson, you mentioned, I like him a lot. He's back from the concussion this week for the Steelers. But when you got Mixon and Odell, I'm, I'm not taking Mixon out of the lineup under any circumstances. And, uh, you know, for me, I would use Odell right now before I would bring in Deontay Johnson. I need to see a little more from Deontay Johnson um, becoming kind of the number one that people want him to because with Juju there, you know, it's not, there's no clear cut pathway for him to be the number one receiver just yet. So I need to see more before I uh, go ahead and, and say, you know, get Deontay Johnson in your lineup, but who I would use for the Pittsburgh Steelers this week, if he's available, if you've got some tight end issues, Eric Ebron. The Eagles have been giving up points like a sieve to any tight end, tight end in fantasy. So Eric Ebron, who uh, you know was kind of somebody who the Steelers wanted to get involved in the red zone, he's somebody who I would be looking to use if you need a tight end. I'm actually using him in a couple leagues myself this week. Let's try Dave, who's in Downers Grove. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Jeff. Great show. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Quick question. Uh, you know, I just heard you say leave Joe Mixon in. Um, I had Mixon versus Jarek McKinnon, mm-hmm. half PPR, and um, sounds like Mixon may be the way to go. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it, especially here if uh, it looks like Raheem Mostert is back in the lineup today. Now, that's not uh, a lock, but uh, Schefter reported this morning that they're expecting Mostert to play, and when Schefter does report it, that's usually a good sign of things to come. So I would definitely use Joe Mixon over Jarek McKinnon this week. Let's try Alex, who's in Lincoln Park. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's up, man? I got a half-point PPR. I got Cole Beasley or Malcolm Brown. Mm-hmm. Or I could look to the waiver wire and grab Golden Tate. Yeah, I'm going to use Malcolm Brown here. Uh, Cole Beasley, I, this is pretty standard answer right now with any Bills players. I'm really concerned that that game could be postponed as well. So I don't want to risk taking a zero in that situation. Malcolm Brown, going to see some touches, probably, I don't know, just ballpark at 10 to 12 is my guess right now. 
maybe more if uh, if he's running well. But uh, he's definitely in that rotation for the Rams. And when you're, you know, in between him and you know, a uh, third option at wide receiver like uh, Cole Beasley is for the for the Bills, um, who has the uh, possibility of also giving you a zero. A uh, pretty easy no-brainer for me. Let's try Vernon, who's an indie. Hello, Vernon. Good morning, guys. What's up, Dave? How's it going? Good, yourself. Hey, man, I'm in a, a full-point PPR. I've got a choice between three running backs. I've got Jerry McKinnon. I've got uh, uh, Devontae Freeman. And mm-hmm. I just picked up all of what, uh, Le'Veon Bell this morning, so... <sighs> All right, Vernon. So let's let's cross McKinnon off. He does get a boost in the full point PPR. Um, I do think he'll be involved in the passing game, but I'm you know with Mostert back, that's you know he, again limited, maybe six to nine touches for McKinnon. So uh, I'm the other two guys, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman. You're probably looking at fifteen plus touches. I think I would use Devontae Freeman against the Cowboys this week. But uh, I have no problem using Le'Veon Bell as well. Uh, so I, I think you can go either way there. Both have the potential, though. I'm not going to lie. The Giants' offense is not good, Vernon. So if yeah. so, there's a chance that Freeman and, you know, if they just are completely short-circuited, there's a chance Freeman could give you, you know, two points. So if you're, conser- if you're concerned about, like, you know, an absolute blow-up game where things go poorly, I would use Le'Veon Bell for a little bit of safety, but I think Freeman's upside today against the Cowboys is interesting. And you think Le'Veon's a better pick over uh, McKinnon? Yes, yes. I would not use McKinnon over Le'Veon this week. Awesome. All right, good luck to you. Let's try Tim in Springfield. Hey, Tim, you're on the Fantasy Football Show. Hey, thanks, Jeff. Uh, Full point PPR, and in light of the Titans-Bills news, I had Devin Singletary. Uh, but wondering if I should go with Darius Slayton or T. Higgins. I think I would use Slayton, Tim, because that matchup against the Cowboys is pretty enticing. Um, yeah, and I think your first thought was correct. I would have advised using Singletary, but again, if you're if the zero is on the table, if you're not playing in a league where your commissioner will give you a ba- backup in, cap- in case of a postponement, then I would use uh, the safety of Darius Slayton. It's, it really comes down to if you've got any decent options to use over a guy who might give you a zero, um, I would probably do it. And that's even, even Derrick Henry because there's, you know, unless we get word in the next two hours here that the Titans bills game is, is, and even if they tell you definitively, it's going to happen. That doesn't mean that it will happen if we get like bad news on Tuesday. So there's just too much uncertainty right now. I think to really trust your uh, Titans or Bills, and especially if you're a Josh Allen owner, who I know he's been great, but there's so many good quarterbacks generally available in fantasy football leagues that are out there on your waiver wire. It's probably worth just playing a good matchup today and grabbing a quarterback instead of using Josh Allen. Hey, Jeff in Wheaton. I like that name. Jeff, what's going on? Hey, thanks, Jeff. I need two of the three running backs for PPR, Mostert, Mixon, or Mike Davis. Woo, that's a nice problem to have. I yes, would, I is. would, I'm, I'm going to say I would use, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I would use, uh, no, I can't. Look, I'm definitely using Mike Davis and okay. I, I want to say Mostert, but because he's returning from the injury, they may limit his workload just a little bit there. And it, you know, I, I can't get away from not using Joe Mixon. I know it's a tough matchup against the Ravens, but I personally, feel a little safer with Mixon over Mostert, who's returning from injury. If Mostert had given us a week and I had something to go off of, then I'd say go ahead and use him. But, I, you know, let's just play it safe and use Mixon. I don't think you'll be too disappointed. 
Awesome. Thanks, man. Have a great day. You as well. All right. Well, let's try Joe in Toledo. Hey, Joe. Hey, Jeff. Love the show. Uh, just a quick question. I have brown uh, and the flex PPR. I had white, but due to New England, sure. got to cancel. So I have brown for the Rams and a crowded backfield for uh, Claypool uh, out of Pittsburgh and mm-hmm. then Latavius Murray out of uh, New Orleans. And then just from listening to all the talks, just want to make sure I'm not doing anything stupid. I have Prescott over Daniel Jones right now in my Q- for QB. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, Joe. Okay. The whole, uh, uh, hang tight for a second here, Joe. The whole Daniel Jones, you know, fantasy factor was way overblown. I, I never got involved in that. He's just not a very good quarterback. And so trusting a quarterback who is not very good, who turns the ball over a lot, is always a problem. Definitely continue to use Dak, Joe. That's, uh, that one's an easy one for me. Um, then when I, Claypool versus Malcolm Brown is what it comes down to in the full point PPR. I have to say I would use Malcolm Brown Claypool because he got that PPR factor. He's not going to he's not he's not really seeing a ton of targets. If Claypool is going to be any type of factor, it's going to be because he scores a touchdown. But I think that's hard to count on week to week. I would you go with the volume in Malcolm Brown, even though I talked about the rotation uh, for the Rams running backs. All right, folks. That does it for me, but don't go anywhere. Xander, Mark Xander, and I will be back at 10 o'clock up until noon. So hang tight. Get, get at me on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R.